Hey everybody, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we're discussing Sealed with a Kiss, Wedding March 6 in Hallmark's Summer Nights, Part 2 in August. <laughs> and Wendy, do you have a synopsis of this movie? Yes, ma'am, I do. Let me get to it. It's the modest wedding plans of a celebrity and his down-to-earth fiance escalate while Mick gets an enticing opportunity Olivia won't let him refuse, putting their own big day in jeopardy. Stars Jack Wagner, Josie Bissett, Caitlin Stryker, and Nathan Witt. All right. This movie... (laughs) There's my first impression. Yeah. Look, my first impression... Are we supposed to do first impressions before no. news and notes? We're supposed to do news and notes first. Dang it, you threw me off. I'm All so right. sorry. I'm so sorry. News and notes. Yeah. This is the sixth and final installment in the Wedding March series. Yes, ma'am. What are you? This movie was filmed, as are many, in British Columbia, and the fictional Willow Lake is the real Rowena's Inn on the River in Harrison Mills, British Columbia. Which looked which real cute. Really cute. And they mm-hmm. do have wedding packages. So if you would like to get married there, I honestly think that was perhaps the best part of this movie was the location. <laughs> I think a wedding there would be absolutely beautiful. And they have filmed previous installments of this movie as well as scenes from some other Hallmark movies at this location. So there is a website called Scene on Hallmark, S-C-E-N-E, and they kind Mm -hmm. of break down some of the locations. And I made me really want to go there. Yeah, I was like, that looks fun. I mean, Mm -hmm. fun in a relaxing way. Right. You know, it was so pretty. It was so pretty. Very pretty. Filming wrapped in this movie on uh, May 31st, 2021. So I'm sure COVID played a part because apparently from all the things I read, they were missing major characters from this installment of the franchise. I did read that too. And they do these on a real tight turnaround. I mean, May 31st, this movie came out August, what's today? I don't know. It came out the like five days ago. So they turn these around in like two months which is i think pretty quick and it also explains why they have placeholders in the hallmark movie app like they don't have the full photos because they're just churning these movies out right as they're due right i i saw a commercial for not the next movie not this weekend's movie but the one after that it's like peak uh-huh. Pecan, 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 summer, mm-hmm. some whatever. Anyway, I think it's the first time I actually ever saw a commercial for it. And I was like, oh, that person's in this. So, and I honestly, at this, I can't even remember who's in it. We'll get to it in two weeks. But I was kind of surprised, like, oh, they finally got a commercial out for this, for this bad boy. And I think in the app, too, it didn't have a, like, a picture, you know, like, correct promotional. Last time I- the Sweet Pecan Summer still has a stock photo mm. and it's of iced tea guys like it's not even i don't really uh, understand a oh. little daytime drama finally has their real image i, I said it's of iced tea and i pictured the rapper iced tea <laughs> i was like why that's weird <laughs> straight off the set of 
Blue Bloods. What's the show he's on? I don't. It's like a CSI or yeah, a, it's not CSI. It's NCIS or <laughs> no? That what is it? I think it's Law and Order. Maybe oh, you might be right. Oh my gosh! That People is... are screaming at us again in their I cars. <laughs> but it still has a stock image. They have updated next week's a little daytime drama to include photos of the actors in it. So no, perhaps. I'm actually very excited about Me too. that one. Me very too. Very excited. And it stars Linda Dano, who was like a huge soap star. I th- think I could be wrong. Yes, Linda Dano, well known for her roles in daytime drama. One Life to Live in Another World. Oh, Five-time yeah. Daytime Emmy Award winner. Huh. Well, that's exciting. I am excited. I like Jen Lilly, who stars in next week's movie. But back to this week's movie. Do you have anything yeah, yeah, else yeah. in news and notes? Uh, no, but listen. I want to uh-huh. read one little IMDb oh, review. I have one, too. Go ahead. I wonder if it's oh. the same one. <laughs> okay, are you ready? I am. Okay, Hallmark needs better ideas than spoiled brides who think life revolves around them. Plus, it needs to get out of the PC business and stop trying to make everyone woke. I took a screenshot of the very same review. I read the reviews mostly because, look, this is the sixth movie in a series. We haven't seen any of the others. There's some diehard Hallmarkies, and so I thought maybe they would have some thoughts on this. This is just why I originally went to the reviews. First of all... The bride is not spoiled. We will get into that. But at no point are either of the brides in this movie acting like spoiled brats at all. Mm-hmm. Agree. And excuse me, what about this movie is woke other than the fact that not every character is white? Yeah, exactly. They don't address a single social issue in the movie. They're not discussing the fact that we have multiracial relationships. They're not talking about the issues that an actor of color might have needing to work harder than a white actor. There's none of that. It's just not everybody's white. So this person can sit the hell down. I did notice that they got two thumbs down on the review. Oh, they did? I know. Well, I was going to sign in and reply to it. (laughs) I tried to click thumbs down and you had to sign in and I don't have an IMDb account and that was too much work for me, but I am thumbs downing you here. Good, sir. And oh, it's a dude. It's a dude. You think so? Did you look? No, but I just think so. You know what? I can read all this person's reviews now. Oh. I just clicked on their name. What is this? Oh, my God. They left a review on the TV show This Is Us. Oh, no. And it says, quote, won't waste my time. Fat is not an option. No place on TV. Oh, this person is a horrible human. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hamilton, trying to rewrite history. Don't waste your time on this huge pile of garbage. <gasps> oh my God, I'm gonna, my head's gonna explode. This person is outing themselves as severely racist in addition to being fat phobic, and I'm sure every other <laughs> possible. Oh my gosh. Okay, the 27 hour day, which we really liked, right? Yeah. Reeser was horrible in this one. Extremely tired of Hallmark trying to force political correctness down my throat with mixed race couples. Wow. Oh no. Oh no. I mean, racism is alive oh, and well no. in on the IMDb reviews. So Wow. That's God. that's painful to read. It is. I mean, I just I want to like respond. I, I can't stand people like that. Sorry. If you are a listener and you feel the same way, please see yourself out because we're not like that around here. So, bye. Indeed. Indeed. So, 
All right, let's get back to this movie. So, <laughs> first impressions. My first impression is... Uh, I haven't seen the previous five movies, so I don't think I have the appreciation for this movie that someone else may have. Mm-hmm. So, that's my... It's like did walking you, in halfway through. Yeah. Did you come across any reviews from any other Hallmarkies who were like, this was a great ending to this series, or they were disappointed, or anything? So I continued scrolling the IMDb reviews, and many of them said, finally, this series has come to an end. We did not need oh. six movies. And while I haven't seen the previous five, I would agree that it's highly unlikely that you needed six movies to wrap up this particular love story. That's 12 hours about... Mick and Olivia, right. So I would agree with that, even though I haven't seen them. I'm going out on a limb and saying that's probably true. There were some people who liked it, but I think the lots of people felt like we've perhaps drawn this story out. And the ones that were very invested in Mick and Olivia, there were some people that were quite upset that that they were not the focus of this movie. Oh, I mean, you would think they should be in like the... series finale or whatever mm-hmm. right well so i'll oh, go ahead no it's okay. all go of ahead. the previews led me to believe that it was going to be about jack wagner and josie Bissett's characters mm-hmm. and it really wasn't mm. my first impression is mm. Mm. and like you said i haven't seen the previous five movies so the only thing i can compare it to are the two other summer movies that we've watched and really liked in August in August. And this one really falls short of compared to how good those two were. I agree. So now that said, what did we like about this movie? Mm, It was a real stretch for me to come up with my list of two things. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The pretty wisteria flowers and the the scenery, the scenery. That's it. I agree with all of that. It was a beautiful movie to watch. The setting was really made it. The things that I liked, you know, I actually liked the wedding dress montage, even though she hated all the dresses. I like a wedding dress try-on situation. Me too. Brought out some beautiful dresses. So that was fun. And then what I really liked were the side characters Dev and his wife, whose name I don't Mm -hmm. know, and she's not listed on the IMDb. Her name is... Chloe, but that's not her name in the movie. I don't know her name. And I felt like they were the truth tellers and they were the friends that said the things that needed to be said. Mm-hmm. And there's a moment where Autumn says, what happens to me? Do I just become an extension of Kurt in his career? And her friend says, that's up to you and not Kurt. And Dev multiple times. There's one time when Kurt's saying, Autumn can say no to any of this at any time. And he says, why would you put her in that position to have to say no? Yeah. And later on, he says, I wish you would have run that house thing past me first, where he buys a house in Malibu without discussing it with her. And I would like to discuss the house in Malibu later on in this episode. But okay. I I like that they said all of those things. And so often we see in these movies that the hard conversations just never get had and they people continue to be upset. And they played the role of making sure that those things were being said so that we could move this conflict forward. Right. I really liked his friend. What's his name? Dev. Dev. Is that what he said? Mm-hmm. At one point, I don't remember the conversation, but all De- Dev said in response was, bro. <laughs> I was like, that, that sums it up, dude. <laughs> right. What did you wish for? Well, 
let me turn to my notes here. Here's what I really wished for. As someone who hasn't seen any of the other movies, if you're going to include a franchise movie within the summer night lineup, you got to provide some sort of backstory of like what happened, how we got here at the beginning so that like all of us non-wedding movie watchers know what the hell's happening. Because like at one point I was like, who are these people? Like, I don't know any backstory like Mick and Olivia. And then they throw in Kurt and what's her name? Kurt's fiance. Oh, Olivia. Oh, no. Kurt and Autumn. Autumn. I was like, who are these people? So it just, it. I was very confused. I just wish it had some sort of like, here's where we're at. Right. There was another movie, and I can't figure out which one it is at the moment, but there was another movie this year that was also a sequel or a part of a series. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do that there either. They They need... They need the backstory. They need the previously on. They did do a montage of Mick and Olivia at the end, but that doesn't tell me anything about their relationship. And she does briefly talk about, you know, some of their struggles and their path to this point. But we're six movies in. Even if everyone has been watching these movies, it's been at least six months, a year since they've seen the previous installment. So remind the people what is happening. Yeah. I just think it should have been a standalone a standalone movie, not not like a. It should be not movie. No, it should just not be within the summer nights lineup. It should I have see. just been like a when summer the summer nights lineup is over and they need a transition movie. I like it. You know, whatever. I what wish. Uh, yeah, tell me that the writers hadn't thrown every single possible thing that can go wrong in a wedding. It is not believable that the dress would be ruined, the caterers would cancel, the cake would cancel, there's not enough flowers. None of this is believable. It's not believable that you would look at a picture and not realize that there's beading on the dress. None Which, BTW, that dress was so pretty when she tried it on. The one that was ordered, whatever, that came and she was like, oh, there's beading on it. It was so beautiful on her. Well, all of those dresses looks good on her. Everything I she know. tried on. I was like, I, I okay. I mean, I get I mean, it. You want to love your dress. So it's fine that she didn't like it. But yeah, but if you're desperate in two days before your wedding, <laughs> aren't you going to take something instead of nothing? I, right, I would not have walked out of there with nothing. Yeah. I just don't like the everything that can go wrong will go wrong. There was a previous wedding movie. And they did the same thing. They just kept throwing wrenches into the system. And I, there's got to be a better way to create conflict. I agree. Like, that was just so silly. But I did enjoy when they went to the artsy, tartsy. Yes. <laughs> to try those wedding cake combinations. I thought that was pretty funny. I mean, I did too. I, God, I hope those aren't real, like, flavor combinations because that sounds awful, but it was pretty dang funny. I agree. Let's see. Are you ready for Did You See That? Yeah, and you're going to have to go. I just have mostly questions in this in in this segment here, but go ahead. All right. Well, first, did you happen to notice the giant bow tie on Kurt when you tried on his tux? I actually really liked it. Did you? I you know, that's so funny that you brought that up because I was watching it and I was like, okay, yes, it's big and okay, maybe sort of clownish, but is that like, is that like a trend, a style to have like a really big bow tie? I don't know. I thought I kind of liked it. 
I wondered also, is that the trend? I do not know the answer to that question, but I maybe that's the look. It was <laughs> noticeably large to me, and I found it distracting. You're so funny. <laughs> My next question is, how many wedding stores does this tiny little remote town have? I know, like three or four, I think, right? Right. They go to two, and then they say, do we have any other options? And she goes, well, just a couple. Just a couple. <laughs> Yeah, and, and we don't have time today. We're going to have to go tomorrow. And I was like, no, you hit every store. Yeah. Until it gets dark. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, it's going to need to be altered probably. It's not going to fit off the rack. What are we doing? What are we mm-hmm. doing? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the dress that she ends up giving her from her own closet fits perfectly. Of course. And it was beautiful. I did, I did love that dress. I did love it, too. And thought she looked beautiful as a bride. Like, I loved what they did with her hair. Oh, I have a did you see that that I did not okay. write down. When they went to go get their hair and makeup trial, uh-huh. the woman that was doing Autumn's hair was combing through her hair like she was looking for lice. It was, like, not enjoyable. She was just, like, like just thumbing through her curls. And I just was like, really? Can you... Can you make it look more enjoyable or something? (laughs) Well, I noticed that too. And, you know, Autumn has those beautiful curls. So obviously they didn't want to be doing anything with her hair because it would ruin her curls, right? Uh But uh I was thinking about that scene because they needed to have the hairdresser doing something. But couldn't it, wouldn't it be more sense if she was like working on her eye makeup or sitting there with a palette in her hand? Uh Uh-huh. I understand they don't want her actively doing her makeup in the scene because they're having a conversation. But, yeah, just the standing there, just, oh, touch her hair. I'm pretending like you're doing something. It didn't work, particularly with Autumn's hairstyle. Like, if she had, you know, she had these beautiful curls that they couldn't ruin. So, yeah, rethink that scene, folks. Yeah, and then they're like, you need to wear your hair up. And then the next scene, when it's done, it's just like the side is, like, pinned back. Yeah, still down. (laughs) Stupid. Stupid. We're meant to believe that she's being talked into something she doesn't want, which, okay, but then it's not actually up. They just... Mm. Maybe they cut a scene. Perhaps. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, what else did you see? Do you remember in the winter movies when we got digital snow? Yes. (laughs) Did you notice the digital flower petals? What the hell was that? (laughs) And what's weird is they did actually have real flower petals because at one point the publicist gets kind of hit with one in the face. Uh So you can see them in the pulled back scenes. You can see the flower petals kind of raining down. But in the close-up scenes of Kurt and Autumn, those are definitely digital petals. Like, what is that necessary for? Like, would you want petals raining down on you? And it's not even like a drizzle. It was like a full snowstorm of petals during your like ceremony right that's an exit situation not a let me throw these at you while you're saying your vows i will say like in the wide shot it looked beautiful but then but then like when they did the close-up shots and it was obviously digital it was like what what why why is that happening right you're not you know, they were thinking, you know, it's so pretty when the snow falls on their faces in these close-up <laughs> scenes. How can we make that work for summer? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Don't do that, guys. We need to talk about the Malibu, Michigan situation. Yeah. So in the car, driving to the wedding, he's like, I don't want to talk about it. She's like, well, we kind of need to. And 
she wants to live in Michigan. He wants to live in L.A. And I understand both of those points of view. And how have we gotten to a week before the wedding and we haven't solved this problem? Because it's quite a large one. And what he's an actor. So if they decide to live in Michigan, which they ultimately do, he's never going to be home. Mm-hmm. And then he buys a house in Malibu without discussing it with her. Now, California real estate is bananas expensive anyway. <laughs> Malibu is next level. Like, he did not buy a house in Malibu for less than $10 million. And he's right. this up-and-coming actor. And she's a children's book author. She has her own career. But we're expected to believe they have this F.U. Malibu house money. <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't buy it. And then... They keep the Malibu house for their occasional weekend retreat. Right. No. No, they don't. I was like, is he Tom Cruise? Like, who the (laughs) hell? What kind of actor is he? An up-and-coming actor doesn't have that kind of money. Give me a break. He's got house in the valley money. (laughs) (laughs) Valley Village. Oh, Oh, that is so funny. Gosh. Yeah, and then BTW... I would not want to be taking my honeymoon to Michigan to house hunt. No offense to Michigan, but I want to go on like Tahiti or wherever, Bahamas, wherever they were planning on going. Yeah. Give me a break. There's lakes there. (laughs) I get it. I'm sure it's awesome, but I would not want to go on my honeymoon there. Not if I'm married to a rich actor who can afford a Malibu home. I want to go to the, to the, where is it where you get like a hut on top of the ocean? Right, with your own private swimming pool attached. Yeah, exactly. That's where I'm going. See in my floors. private jet. Yeah, exactly. Right. Mhm. Mhm. And I'm supposed to believe like an up and coming actor is trying to dodge the paparazzi, which right. is paparazzi even a thing anymore in 2021 now that everybody else just takes pictures of celebrities? I think it certainly is, but I also think they're not hunting you down in the, wherever the, this remote wedding is. And also, it, your point, to are they really in that big of demand? It seems to me that they would be, he, the actor and the publicist, would be like, hey, this is would be great for my career if I could get them here <laughs> to, yeah, yeah. to shoot my wedding, not right. the other way around. Right, right. I have a question. Uh-huh. Am I really supposed to believe that Mick is a rock star who is going out on opening tour for some some other band? I mean, do they say rock star or musician? I don't know. I don't know. I just assumed rock star. But then when he sang that song to um, Olivia, I was like, what's happening? That sounds like something that would happen at a pizza parlor i don't you know what i mean like it was so weird i was like first of all i can't even understand what he's saying and he's like hunched over this guitar like i was like what is happening is he a musician like in real life jack wagner don't know i'm gonna have to google this hold on give me a second i have like a feeling he is oh look at his his wikipedia has him playing a guitar so maybe singing singing and stage what he had a single that reached number two on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1985. All I need. I've never heard. Whoa, he's got like eight albums. Whoa. Yeah. Not that I know. I'm going to have to listen to this song because I don't know. 
I mean, not now, but... Well, this says, former General Hospital soap opera star Jack Wagner is sure to have the ladies sitting up straight as he displays an equal passion for sharing his less dysfunctional Americana-style country music. I buy that type of music from him. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just curious if... I I just couldn't... Like, what? He's going to go... He looked like he needed, like, a walker. Like, I... I don't want to be ageist or anything here, but he looks like a grandpa, right? He looks older than Josie Bissett, although I think he is just... like 11 years older than him. Oh, okay. No, he is 11 years older than she is. He's 61. <laughs> yes. And she's like 50. Yeah. You know. I think he this just, set was well lit, though. I will tell you that. I thought they yeah, had something. I couldn't <laughs> stop staring at his face. I was like, something it was so different about it. And even when they showed that montage of them at the end, I was like, hey, he looks pretty handsome in these like earlier movies. I mean, he is a handsome man. Like he was real hot when he was on Melrose Place when he played the evil doctor. But oh, that's right. I, yes, these two were both on they Melrose were, Place uh, at one time. I don't know if they were ever... I don't think they were ever together, though. Like, they they never were a couple on Melrose Place. But, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, he was with Heather Locklear a, a bunch. Anyway. I don't know. It just was like... I, I, I don't know. I don't know. The flowers in the wedding scene mm-hmm. must have cost an absolute fortune they were so pretty that was that was so pretty it was beautiful but that must have cost a fortune Mm -hmm. (laughs) like their simple little outdoor country wedding and then they've got twenty thousand dollars worth of flowers right there well i mean think about the movie as a whole it was almost all at that on location at that house right right they didn't have any other sets or whatever (laughs) so maybe they they were able to have an extra budget to pay for for those real flowers. Yeah. So in their vows, Olivia's and Mix, that he struggled so hard to write, he mm-hmm. ends up saying, there are no words for what you mean to me. Sir, try to find some words. <laughs> and she says, those are the best things you ever could have said to me. Excuse me. There are no words for what you mean to me. Yeah. Those are your wedding vows. Dig yeah. deep, buddy. Dig deeper. I know. The writers were like tapped out. They're like, we got nothing. <laughs> We got like we here. wrote ourselves into a hole because he's been struggling to write his vows this entire movie, and now we have to come up with something great, and we can't. So how do we do that? Yes. Yeah. That I'm really curious. Funny. Why has it been six movies until they finally got married? Like great what? Question. What did they have wedding disaster every single movie, or did they like meet each other in movie one, and then you know, like what's the story? What's the backstory? And I'm not I, sure I, I care six movies worth. I'm pretty sure yeah. I'm tapped out around movie three. <laughs> Can't get these people together. I'm out. Seriously. Seriously. Okay, let's talk about the scene that made me laugh out loud, and that's the fireworks. The fireworks. Hallmark oh, loves the fireworks scene. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. And then they zoom in on the publicist, and he's like, everybody loves a big moment. So then I thought, okay, I actually believe it coming from him because he really wanted to throw this big, enormous wedding. But I thought, really? Fireworks after their vows? Come on. Well, fireworks they're... are expensive, <laughs> right? I actually thought the, the, their reaction 
to the fireworks was so unbelievable. Like they're like pointing and like, oh my God. And like it was the 4th of July display. You know what I mean? Like we've never seen a firework before in our life, folks. Like a three-year-old at Disneyland. Yeah. It was, I was like, okay, whatever. Are we spoiled? Have we seen too many fireworks? I just. Maybe. (laughs) Perhaps. Guys, I don't know. Like. They play a firework every single time someone scores at an angel game. Like fireworks, <laughs> just have. N- I enjoy fireworks, but perhaps I've been desensitized to their beauty. Well, even on the Fourth of July, like the first like five minutes are, are cool, and then I'm like, all right, I'm over it. I get antsy. I get antsy too. I'm like looking around, like really, we're still watching this. <laughs> I know it's the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Okay. And that's all I have. Do you have anything else in that category? I got nothing. Okay. Nothing. It's time to rate this movie. I give it one and a half stars. Yeah, I give it two. Wow. That's generous. Yeah, it was not great. It was not it good. It wasn't <laughs> bad. So we've watched movies that I thought, oh my gosh, that movie was bad. It wasn't for me. It wasn't a bad movie. It just wasn't a good movie. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, I didn't have, like, a visceral reaction to, like, I hate this movie, which sometimes happens when I watch Mm -hmm. this. This was just so, like, come on now. Let's get to it. Like, right. You know, anyway. And I liked many of the actors in the movie. I thought the cast was great. Just maybe they weren't given the best to work with. Yeah. Agree. They were like, we got to wrap this up. So are you guys available? Okay. All right. Let's do this. (laughs) Let's do the damn thing. Yeah. So, anyway. All right, folks. That wraps up Sealed with a Kiss Wedding March 6th. We will be back next Thursday to talk a little daytime drama. And, of course, (laughs) we'll be back on Tuesday with our regularly scheduled main podcast episode. We would love for you to take a quick minute and leave a rating or a review at meganandwendy.com slash Apple Podcast. That link is also in our show notes. And we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Goodbye. Thank you.